Welcome to the Minx and Muse podcast. I'm your host, Crimson Minx, creatrix of Minx and Muse, a dark feminine playhouse where we awaken our innate magic through esoerotic dance and witchcraft. Welcome to the Portal of Enchantment. Welcome to the Minx and Muse podcast. This is going to be a solo episode with me, Crimson. And what I wanted to chat about today was all the reflections from our last month, November's archetype of the month at our studio, Minx and Muse, the Divine Liberator. So our archetype that we worked with for a full month was the Divine Liberator. And the Divine Liberator is all about releasing, letting go, walking away from things no longer serving our highest good. And it's all about knowing what's worth fighting for and what is no longer worth fighting for. So very Five of Swords energy if you're into tarot. And it was also about acknowledging the natural cycles of nature and of life and that with death comes rebirth and the idea of not resisting these natural cycles that allow us to realign and recalibrate and call in more divine alignment in our life. And what became very apparent is that we avoid divinely liberating ourselves from people, places, things, mindsets, ways of being that are very clearly not serving us because we would rather know how things are going to be than to take a leap into the void, into the unknown. And it's it's this is the dark feminine. This is the work of the dark feminine. And it's why so many people avoid it because it's uncomfortable. And it can be perceived as scary. But I have a thought that it's not as scary as perhaps we're led to believe and that that's more conditioning of the darkness, the unknown, versus the reality of what the unknown is. This is the void. And the void just, I think even when I speak it, there's an initial like, ooh, that's big. That could be scary. Who wants to be in the void? And and when I think further, definitely me. <laughs> I actually love the void. I love this empty womb energy because it is a space of creation. It's a space of rebirth. And if we can shift our mindsets around divine liberation to be simply creating space for something new because current circumstances ain't it, ain't living up to our standards for ourselves anymore, then I think we will allow ourselves to stop clinging to things or allowing things to way overrun their course. And I really think this conditioning around being scared of the dark, being scared of the unknown, fearing the void is what keeps people in jobs that they hate, in relationships that they've outgrown, um, in repetitive patterns and habits that are clearly detrimental. Um, It's what holds people back 
from birthing new creativity or art or ideas into the world and trying something new. I mean, we even see it here at the studio. So many people are so hesitant (laughs) to just come and take a first class because they don't know what to expect. And honestly, what you can expect is a death of your old self and a rebirth of a new empowered version of yourself. But we'll, <laughs> we'll leave the preaching for another day. Because I want to return to this idea of the power of divine liberation. One thing that we had talked about is shifting our mindset when it comes to having to release or let go of something from... What am I losing to what am I gaining? So it's so easy to just get uh, frozen in fear or sadness or or guilt uh, or nostalgia because we are thinking about, oh my gosh, that's no longer going to be my reality. That person's not going to be in my life or those people associated with the job aren't going to be in my life or... Um, this comfort, this creature of comfort energy was coming up a lot. Um, What was the expression dance with the devil you know versus the devil you don't? And so that is real. (laughs) And it's this sadness of that's not going to be my life anymore instead of the excitement of because there's something better that's waiting for me on the other side. So we did some practices around, okay, so say you are leaving a toxic relationship. And this could be romance, partners, family, uh, social groups, religious groups, whatever. Instead of being sad around, oh my gosh, when I release this, I'm not going to see this person anymore. Or I'm not going to have this standing event or experience this day of the week that I've been going to for years with these people, right? Just as as an example. Instead, think of what you gain when you release that. So a lot of times when we release toxic relationships, we're gaining peace, we're gaining personal power, we're gaining space, we're gaining time. We are opening to inviting in perhaps people or groups of people or a person who resonate with us for who we are and our authentic truth versus people that we feel like hold us down or don't allow us to to be our real selves. And so you can get excited about release when you start thinking in this way because it's divine liberation. We talked a lot about like, hello, life is hard. (laughs) And this does not mean that If situations get sticky or tough that we're just supposed to divinely liberate and walk away, that's not divine liberation. That is giving up on yourself or giving up on situations because they present a challenge. And that's not what this is all about. But dark feminine is all about the depth and reflection and going to the shadows. So through that work, you'll really know and your intuition is going to tell you, is this worth fighting for or not? So the idea here is that when we divinely liberate, all of a sudden we are open to a whole new reality. It's like a timeline jump you can think about. And in that state, we then have the void, the emptiness, the darkness, the unknown from which us, the ultimate creatrixes of our life, are able to rebirth 
and to call in, attract, magnetize, whatever it is that is way more better for ourselves and for our aligned truth. So think about it when the work that we do here at the studio around esoeroticism, esoeroticism is a way to access sexual energy outside of intercourse. And we do a lot of dance and movements and ritual to tap into that energy. Um, And we do that along with a lot of self-reflection and knowing thyself, going into the shadow journaling, meditating, um, in-depth reflection. And then we use tools like astrology and tarot and and other mystical means, divination, to to really know ourselves at a deep level. So that build-up sexual energy, which is our creation energy, it's our magnetism, it's our life force, combined with the depth of wisdom of self, these, uh, these are the two foundations of our studio it's the foundations of esoterotic witchcraft and what happens when we immerse in these two things is that at the end of the day the point is to be able to be the ultimate creatrix of your life takes time but okay we're the ultimate creatrix of our life well it's hard to create when there's no space And so this is where when we immerse in the dark feminine enough that all of a sudden we can start seeing and recognizing and knowing that this this void is that opportunity to be the ultimate creatrix. And that's really what I hope people got from from this month's archetype, the November archetype, and the fact that embracing the dark feminine, which can be very uncomfortable just because it's something that's hidden in aspects of ourselves that we've been shamed about or that just have not been encouraged or that are, um, you know, occulted, that it's actually that work that makes us start to feel more comfortable in the darkness. When you do enough shadow work, when you do enough uh, reflection, when you do enough of um, digging into the taboo and uncovering your deepest desires and sense of self, it just becomes less scary. (laughs) It just becomes almost like that's a natural part of myself, just as the light is a natural part of myself. And then all of a sudden we find, well, this idea of not knowing what comes next, this idea of entering the void is just a reality of life. It is the death card and the tarot, which we all know is not ultimate death. It's the death of things no longer serving us. And it's the idea that it, it it's inevitable and clinging is just going to make it worse. Um, another thing we talked about is that we want to be the energy that controls the energy. And we would rather just have a death moment <laughs> an ending of things no longer serving and moving on with grace and with gratitude, then clinging, clinging, clinging and having to approach that tower moment. So no hating on the tower, on the tower, but the idea here with the dark feminine is that it's a very mature and insightful energy. Like I had to do a whole other podcast on how the dark feminine is not this like toxic, unhinged, out of control, unregulated energy. I think that that could be a misconception sometimes. And it's totally not that. 
Um, but we'll save that for another day. <laughs> but not to go on a tangent, to reel it back to my point is the idea here is that when we embrace the divine liberator in our maturity in the dark feminine is that we are the energy that controls the energy and we are therefore avoiding unnecessary theatrics and dramatic. <laughs> because when we cling to things and we hold on, we know that the universe is going to pry it from our claws one way or another. And it tends to be a lot more difficult than it needs to be. And so there is a grace with following the ebbs and flow of life and acknowledging and honoring natural cycles of endings and beginnings. And we truly don't have the opportunity to evolve as much as we do if we don't allow for, for endings, if we don't liberate ourselves. This is really where we find opportunities to step into higher potential. And who doesn't want that? As witches, I feel like we definitely want that. I don't speak for all witches. So I will say for me, I want that. And so I've really had a complete shift around this idea of endings. And it made me reflect and be like, oh my gosh, why am I still doing this thing that like, really, I could have stopped doing couple of years ago, or mm, I can tell I'm coming up on an ending of something. And rather than perpetuating something that I'm not really growing from anymore, that's not really serving me or lighting me up, just fucking let go and start something new. And I know this is harder when it comes to human relationships. I'm not a cold hearted witch, but <laughs> also that is or that is part of divine liberation because we know that relationships are highly influential on our lives and they can lead us to great places, but they can also hinder us. So yeah, I guess that's what I would like to leave us with today is this prompt for self-reflection and maybe just taking stock of, am I just continuing to do this out of habit when really it's time to move on or have I just gotten to be a creature of comfort to become very comfortable with something just because I would rather that than having to start new or start something and then fail like this is working out you know it's a fear of failure too oh we could go on and on but this is where the shadow work comes in and we had a really powerful month doing this. We always do. I love talking about this on the podcast. And I always want to remind you that we do a bulk of this work in depth in the Minx and Use Multiverse, which is our virtual membership where we have a workbook and we have a bunch of multiverse only classes and our online group and master workshops and lunar rituals. And it's all around each month's archetypes so we really do get deep immersion and a uh, big shout out for all of our multiverse babes who moved through the month of November with us because you know it was a big one but I hope it was a worthy one and I hope that it opened you up to new potentiality that is in much higher alignment with your deepest truths, desires, and authenticity. So with that, I'm going to give you a lot of love and gratitude for watching or listening. And I hope to be back here soon. Mwah.
thank you for joining me for the Minx and Muse podcast. You can find show notes and learn more about the studio at www.minxandmuse.com. As a reminder, it is our birthright to transform, expand, and safely exist as sensual, conscious, and empowered creatures. I'll see you next time.